You're listening to the One of Us .net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Man, I remember first hearing about Wonka coming out and seeing the trailer and going, nope. <laughs> just like just going nope i don't have any interest like i like timothy chalamet i'm not i'm not one of those guys who was ever super crazy about the real original willy wonka i mean it's fine i like it but it was never as big you're, a deal you're not to me big as it was cheer to... up charlie that entire number that takes cheer like 12 charlie. minutes I, no i mean it how was about always... cheer up charlie's the bar it was we like those, that i'm like i like what? it conceptually i like the book i like reading the book but yeah, the, the yeah. movie i was like it's fine. I love Gene Wilder, but this was not my favorite of his things. Certainly the Johnny Depp, Tim Burton one was... And that is a piece of shit. Is a piece of shit. Yeah. But I'm like, look at this going like, I don't I don't <laughs> need to know, why are you Anakin Skywalkering Willy Wonka? <laughs> Who was asking for this? You And you, I was complaining about this louder than absolutely anyone I know. And then someone goes, well, it's written and directed by the guy who did the Paddington movies. And I just shut the fuck up right then and there. I was like, ooh, when can I see it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was still like nervous about it because i mean he dropped out of paddington 2 to do or paddington 3, three yeah. to do wonka and obviously like i thought they just delayed it uh no 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 they're they're getting a different director to oh do that's it. i didn't even know it's gonna be a very stupid and this movie okay. frankly yeah. uh for as much as i think it does have wonka elements is kind of a stealth paddington 3 <laughs> yeah i just i feel like we just want it to be that's all i don't think it is but we want it to i be. mean it's, it's structurally kind of the same well because it's the same writer director yeah, I don't think yeah that makes but- <laughs> it a paddington 3 it makes it a new movie by paul king it's like saying oh man the royal tenenbaums is kind of a a, 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 a <laughs> Stealth bottle rocket. No, I mean, this movie and the Paddington movies are all about these, like, whimsical, almost, like, magically confident and mm-hmm. good-hearted people who, no matter how many arrows they get at them from tons of different British character actors, face them with, uh, you know, just optimism. Again, now, 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 I think put, my point stands. <laughs> now put them in the same universe, Nathan. <laughs> I uh, they might as well be. In Link, the same there no, should have been them. a post-credit scene with Paddington. <laughs> I do agree with you. You become part of a bigger universe, Mr. I mean, Wonka. Coming I, in, asking for some chocolate or something. I understand anybody being standoffish about this because of the whole, no one asked for this. But really, sometimes... Which I hate that argument so much. Some, That's such a bullshit argument. I, I disagree with you. I right? know, I, th- I do, I think so. that th- when people say that, they mean, this is just money people looking for ways to make money. Well, that's, and 99% I mean, of the time when people say that, I that's what that. it is. This is up like there it. with Lightyear as far as being like yes. down the rabbit hole of IP. But uh, <laughs> yeah, unlike exactly. Lightyear, this isn't just a lifeless piece of content. Uh, this actually, I, for me at least, was really pretty entertaining. I, I do have some complaints about it, but before we uh, get into any of my complaints or Frank's, I think, complaints. Uh, th- that's Frank. Hi, I'm Frank. And just like Lightyear, this is a lifeless piece of content. <laughs> I'm Chris, and that's... 
Nathan, come with me and you'll be in a world of proper reviewing of Wonka, unlike Frank. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm stuck here because usually I'd be You like, sound just like Chalamet, agree- and that's not a compliment. Usually if I'm agreeing with Nathan, I'll be like, uh-oh, maybe I should rethink my theory. But now I've got Frank on the other side, so I'm like, I have no idea every what time to do. Things are going to get wacky. Every time you agree with me, it's like the movie The Invitation. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, where the fuck am I? Can I get out? Uh, well, get ready, Chris. We're going to do Watch With Me for the <laughs> Kiffer Wellness after this. So oh, yeah. yeah, we are. But yeah, Timothy Chalamet cast in the title role here where he is a young Willy Wonka who's an aspiring magician, inventor, and chocolate maker. He's just gotten to Europe after a, a extensive travels, growing up with his mom in, like, what well, I think they said, the Amazon or something. Something like, like that, yeah. yeah. exactly. Uh, where he's got just enough money to get started to start his chocolate shop at this famous gallery of food that has all these other famous chocolate shops. And he almost runs out of all his money almost immediately. He gets sucked into a, a con where he's stuck working at a boarding house for the great Olivia Coleman. Yeah, <laughs> playing a, a monstrous. Well, I didn't recognize at first when she opened the little like sliding door thing. She's so they they uglier up. Yeah. A lot. Um, and uh, where there's a whole group of people who've also become equally trapped by this long, long contract they signed without reading, where they're now basically her laundry crew for all of eternity. I mean, because they can is, never pay her back the money. Basically, a chocolate box full of British character actors. Yes, know? yeah. It's I mean, fucking wonderful. Everybody who's everybody you see in this movie is either someone as well known as Olivia Coleman, British actress, or it's someone you remember from a TV show you used to watch 20 years ago, who is like yeah. a primary character. From if it. you're beloved. Right. British character exactly. actor, and you weren't in this movie, you should call your agent. Or the White Lotus, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. What's uh, her name was in it? Uh, and also, you've got the chief of police, who's kind of a, a real uh, corrupt dickbag, who is taking money from all the chocolatiers to keep down any other possible chocolatiers in the town. And, Keegan-Michael Key in yeah. a classic Keegan-Michael Key role. Yeah, yeah, who is doing it not for bribery for money, but for chocolate, because he is a pig. The chocolate cartel. <laughs> the chocolate cartel. He just wants chocolate. I love that. I actually thought that was kind of funny. But Wonka inspires people wherever he goes, and he's got, you know, on. The, he's also got Frog says, you know, like inventions. You're like, no, it's magic. <laughs> That's not how <laughs> physics works. Uh, and he is going to, one way or the, the other, make this chocolate shop happen. It is his destiny. And with the help of his new friends, well, guess what? You've seen the, you know, the next movie. So you already know against it eventually. <laughs> Unfortunately, this leads, leaves room for another movie. It's like, oh, what about that period when he was just coming up once the chocolate shop was established? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it might have actually when he hit his 30s? Get that other movie because this is doing pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I actually haven't looked at the numbers, but I'm not surprised because the reviews have been relatively strong. And I think that a lot of that is, like I said, that degree of detail that the Paul King puts into everything here. His his team that he works with who came over for this, they're just amazing. They're like everything is so incredible like like a Victorian like calendar. It's just like wow, such crazy detail like the idea of like how everything interacts with each other in the plot and everything comes back around. Nothing's just left out. It's beautiful. And also, I mean, this movie has, uh, in, in a movie star drought, there is a star in here coming from Arrakis with Timothy Chalamet, who I think, uh, your enjoyment of this movie will depend on how much you like his performance. I thought he was rather good. Uh, well, he was great in this. Okay. I wasn't sure if you, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, the movie's, 
piece of shit. But <laughs> no, he is his well, physicality. Well, is his incredible. physicality is great. He's such like a Dick Van Dyke type of like actor. The way he like you know he moves with his body. You know, and the way yeah. he, he, just his physicality is amazing. He's never attempted anything this sincere outside of maybe Little Women. Well, uh, he's usually I always call him like cinema's best yeah, fuckboy post, like Michael Douglas. You're uh, uh, someone else called him that. Um, after they saw Little Women, but no, <laughs> but I do like he did a, a Woody Allen comedy a few years ago, and for me, that's the only time I've ever seen him be funny until now. I thought, gosh, he's 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 got just such a natural glee and optimism about him, and he he alone is so watchable. I see. Whereas I think. Chalamet does a decent job here. I don't, I think he was miscast. I really, really? do. Okay. Um, I don't, he has this, he has a gleam and he, but he doesn't have the sardonic side that's part of Willy Wonka. There's a side of him that is a little bit of a criminal and that's just not here. Yeah. That, that I think part that, of him, I, he I just think, feels like not the same guy. Well, I think that, that, all. well, they're, they're different characters, different stages of life. So, sure, you know, he, but, he probably needs some more shit to happen him before I, he gets to that I point. I never at any point took this to be like the prequel to the Gene Wilder character. Right. Which, no, uh, I think like that, no, like sardonic, like almost like sinister, you know, I mean, be, I would, would kind of ruin the tone of the movie uh, if he had that energy, personally. Uh, yeah, m- maybe, but <laughs> I, either either way, and it's not just that, there's a heavy lidedness to Le Chalamet in this film that almost like he's doing it, but he doesn't feel like doing it. <laughs> so, he thought so? I like, thought he I, was I found like... him feel like like the moment like any scene was over, he was like, I'll be in my trailer. Is the oh, really? That, oh, that's the energy like I got out of Hugh Grant's, and I say that uh, yeah. like, positively. I, I, yeah. I got that from Hugh Grant. I did not get Hugh that from Chalamet. Hugh Grant is, is... is the only Oompa, Oompa Loompa, really, in this film, the, who's a... a a mystery at first, you know. They solve where do the Oompa Loompas come from? You get to figure that out in this movie. But yeah, no, you I mean, his know. whole part is like, I don't want to do this. I'm pissed off about doing this. I don't like you. I just want this to be over. But that's the joke. Yeah. Well, that's also him in well, the press junket for this it, as well. It but. also it works so well for me personally, where his head is superimposed on the CGI body that is doing this incredible like choreography and stuff. Well, he's just like, I want to be in my trailer. I want to get out of here. You know, and I found that to be hilarious every time it happened i think the go the jokes of this movie i mean well it's well that part is hilarious because it's hugh grant and you know he really is yeah feeling that i mean way. he's giving the same energy he <laughs> gives to dungeons and dragons earlier this right, year and it's right. i'm loving this era of hugh so grant i'm sad to have missed that this. nathan oh, great movie yeah. honestly one of the best of the year you should watch it is that still in your top 10 yeah <laughs> it's hugh, hugh grant has had a hell of a comeback of late and i'm i couldn't be more glad i personally hold it up entirely to, to this director yeah because of paddington too he's just one of the best villains in any movie ever yeah it's like oh my god i love him so much please and it, do more it's like as that movie even comes to a close you're like how can he do anything more it's like we have a steven sondheim number over the credits <laughs> uh but if you look for like lists of all the other people in here it goes on and on and on but you've got like patterson joseph uh, Matt Lucas, Matthew Bainton, Sally Hawkins, Rowan Atkinson, uh, Jim Carter, Natasha Rothwell, uh, uh, Rich Fulcher. I mean, it's just like this huge list of people where you're like, everybody here you know from something. Mm-hmm. If you watch British television, mind yeah. you. Or the White Lotus. Uh, or the, what is it with you and the White Lotus? <laughs> well, Belinda was in there from season one. She's in here. That's, I mean, that's about just the one, though. 
What? Still? <laughs> <laughs> He's just, I just want y'all to watch The White Lotus. Yeah, I, I really think people need to watch The White Lotus. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that the songs are really good, but they're not as maybe as good as they could have been. That's they're for not, sure. They're not quite, oh, that's something I will be going back and listening that, to. That, and it that, feels that, like it's just, like it's falling short, but just short enough where it's annoying they're, that they're, it's they're, they're like They're a collection of B-sides from someone's like discard pile. They don't feel memorable. They don't feel like they're not well-written, except for one. There's one where um, at one point Willy Wonka does open up his shop. Um, and everyone's there and everyone's like pitching in, helping and whatnot. And there's a song that they, that he sings called, um, a world of our own or a world of, Hey, help me, Nathan. I, I, <laughs> since you're the super champ for this, I movie. did not listen to the soundtrack. Oh, oh, okay. I will give well. the, I don't think the songs <laughs> are nearly as memorable as the Gene Wilder film. I will give What's, credit the, to anybody who is able a world, a world of our own, right? A world of our own. A world of, of your, your own. own. Yeah. Yes. I, I think, think that is actually a actually a very well written song and it, it, it extends beyond just the 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 premise of the film. Well, and it also feels like it's connecting to some of the songs in the original Willy Wonka, as does of course them they there's many reprises mixed in almost as a leap motif of pure imagination. Yeah. The, the, ma- yeah. the major song. What's well, in the, the score? Original. Yeah, it's in the I was yeah. kind of yeah. bummed that they ultimately ended up doing a number of that song because I didn't I was too, but I was already bummed by that point, so I didn't really I mean, I do have to give... (laughs) his theme song. He walks into a room and it plays. He's like, Jesus Christ. I do have to... Well, Willy Wonka's here. (laughs) I do have to give them credit, though. They managed to rhyme chocolate in a song. I can't even remember the fucking word they used for it. I can't either. Oh, my God. Well, you would have to, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like, uh, Webster's... We, need you, we are in trouble. We need you to invent a word. Didn't <laughs> so also, we can rhyme it, something. Didn't he also like rhyme noodle? It. Wasn't that a thing? He needed to rhyme noodle. Oh, thing? yeah, yeah. That was a cute bit. I like yeah, the relationship cute. with noodle and uh, I like this movie quite a bit. Yeah, no, I, I actually, I, I, you're, when I was like coming down the songs, Frank's like, oh, yeah, they sucked. I'm like, wait, wait, no, they didn't. I just said I know, they I were pretty good. The songs? Yeah. I, I like, I like that one song. Just short of being super memorable. Oh, like, okay. I, I, But I think just short enough when it irritated me that. I was like, these are almost there, but not quite. But fortunately, when they're going on, there's so much visual shit always happening that you're like, I don't care. It doesn't matter that the songs. And the perfect. jokes are just so killer. The jokes are very funny. Yeah. I mean, watching them all, you know, you, you're rooting for them the entire time because they're stuck in this uh, this poor house. <laughs> Sorry, had to do that joke. <laughs> oh, that, Gag- that, that, that Gagging was, at the poor. That was a good joke. Yeah. That was a good I also, joke. there is a joke involving two people on a telephone that pays off so well. Yeah, there's a there lot was? of like jokes that come what back around. I don't want to spoil it yeah, over no, the no, review. No, no. I mean, <laughs> you should watch it. After the review. That's okay. You should watch the movie, Frank. It's I good. did, yeah. <laughs> I, I could not get out of this, people, because we needed they needed a third on this review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he tried. He's like, it's I'm like, just not going to watch it. should have come the other day. We could have done Wonkwoman. Wonkwoman? He wants to portmanteau everything ever since. I want to turn it into Barbenheimer. Oh, my God. Yeah, but you have to list two movies that are really good for people for that to work. <laughs> and you've just listed one. What problem do you have with Barbie? <laughs> no, <laughs> I know, I know. You, mm. Anyway, let's did go you write to, this movie? Nathan? Let's go to final thoughts, Frank. Why don't you get us started so we can disagree with you? Okay, fine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this was a piece of shit. Jesus. Um, I think that Chalamet does work. Uh, I, I I love how just rambunctious and um, you know free spirited he is with his performance. He really attacks everything with abandon. Um. 
I like seeing seeing him this way. You know, I, I made a comparison to Dick Van Dyke, who just turned 98. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, the way he moves his body, the way he his his facial expressions, everything. Uh, that is the really the saving the saving grace of this film. Um, it's. I didn't find the jokes funny. I thought the script was um, really average. I thought the turns were really average. The dialogue was not special. I thought everything about this movie was was pretty average, including um, Chalamet singing. Um, he's a karaoke singer. Let, 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 let's face it. He's no true great singer, but yeah. you know, I feel like we've gotten used to that by now with Hollywood musicals. Usually, there's a, usually your main character like is the weakest link. You're also acting like he's Pierce uh, Brosnan. Well, we're about Mama to review Mia. the we're about to review the color purple, starring that's, Fantasia Barino. That's made up entirely of professional singers. <laughs> yes. that cast, so that's an unfair comparison. I know, I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think kids will really like this. I think, uh, you know, this is a good movie for kids, and it does have the theme that, in spite of all the average and, you know, mediocrity, does shine through, which is, um, you know, just that that whole keep on going factor, that uh, optimism and that belief in yourself. Um, and so not this being was held a piece down. of shit? Uh, the, that theme is not. Everything surrounding it is. <laughs> So okay. I'm going to go ahead and give this a uh, four out of 10. And that's just for, for Chalamet for the song. Uh, I'll give it a five. Five out of 10. Um, aren't you grants? <laughs> no, no. Four out of 10 episodes of the White Lotus you should watch you instead of this. You said five. You said five. Five. Five out of 10 episodes of the White Lotus you should watch <laughs> instead of this. Uh, Nathan. Uh, you know what? I couldn't disagree more. I went into this movie with not necessarily low expectations but pretty basement level expectations i was not excited for it even the more ads i started to see and i found this movie to just be a fucking charm factory i enjoyed it from almost beginning to end uh i cried during it which i was not (laughs) expecting we can talk about what part that is after the fucking review oh can we please Uh, yeah for sure um i thought chalamet was great he had a nice airy uh very just very optimistic uh, quality to him. I thought Hugh Grant was great. I thought Rowan Atkinson was great. I thought, thought fucking Olivia Coleman. I could just run down the list of everybody They're in this movie. Great. They're all great. Especially <laughs> the dude who plays, uh, Slugworth, who, uh, always pronounced Wonka Huanka. Yeah. So. Hwanka. Hwanka. Uh, so yeah, no, I will give this, uh, as one of the big fucking surprises of this year, a 7.5 out of 10 Huancas. Wow. Yeah, uh, by the way, the guy in question you were talking about, Patterson Joseph. Who is in The Leftovers. Yeah. He played... Uh, he was just announced Chancellor of Oxford Brooks University. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's Damn. Like a major... Sh- that chocolate cartel money runs deep. <laughs> he's a major Shakespearean actor, but I remember... I'm trying to remember what it was I originally saw him, and it was like a... I want to say it was the... I'm pretty sure it was the, the TV adaptation of Neil Gaiman's Neverwhere. Okay. I first saw him in, but I could be wrong. Oh, is that the one that no one liked? Or people like... No, I think people liked it. He no plays a character in The it. Leftovers. Oh, right. I cannot remember the name of his character, but basically yeah. he blesses you once he hugs you. Uh, so what was your what was your rating? Uh, Seven point five Wonkas out of ten. Wonkas. Uh, yeah, no, I'm. God help me, I agree with Nathan on this one. Uh, it's it is a charm factory. It feels like they were like w- this. Probably went through many hands because they were like, well, we got to make money off this IP somehow that we own. Until Matt King was like. 
What if we just Harry Potter? Oh, you mean Paul King? Paul King. Because what if we just Harry Potter it? Because that's what it is. It's like a the good Harry Potter movies mixed with the world of Wonka, really. It's got all that like, oh, these arcane things he's searching out to use to make his perfect chocolates that have very arcane magical effects on people. It's total fucking Harry Potter. And if you like those, then you're probably going to like this. If you, you know, it's Harry Potter was singing. It's, <laughs> it's also just good for kids. Yeah. It's a good kids movie. Yeah. It's a good kids movie. Yeah. It's a good adults movie. Cause I'm an adult and I liked it. Hell yeah. Fucking high five. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this a, Oh, sorry. I leave you. <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, there we are. Give it 7.5, um, uh, flying, chocolates that look like bugs <laughs> glad we got the failed high five on that was the best. Right. Yeah. <laughs> definitely a guy in his 50s i'm like i try i high five okay i think they say look at the elbow okay they do say look at the elbow oh my shoulder yeah. <laughs> <laughs>